What's good, everybody? Welcome in to the Early Edge, your daily sports betting show of record. This is our very special MMA-only episode. This week, we have Bellator. This week, we have UFC. And last week, I introduced a brand new capper for you. Is Ian Parker our guy? He's gone to ESPN. And all our new guy did, Andrew Gompos, is go 4-0 on Saturday. I called him up on Tuesday and said, hey, we need some contender picks. He sailed those into 2-0 straight. We parlayed him up, minus 135. Bang, bang, bang. Let's bring in the star of the show right now because he's fired up for another week of MMA action. Andrew, hello, sir. How you doing, Coach? Happy to be here. I'm always good, brother. I'm always good. So let's jump right into it. We have no time to waste because we have two cards to talk about this week. We're going to start with Bellator, and this card is in good old London, England. The prelims start at 12 p.m. Eastern. Uh, main card, 4.30 p.m. Eastern on Friday. On Friday, not on Saturday. They're not going to go head up against college football. So let's start with the women's flyweight bout on the prelims. Elena Caliendo, kind of like Frank Caliendo, Taking on Petra Kaskova. Now, Caliendo is a minus 260 favorite. What do you like in this matchup? First of all, you did a great job pronouncing those names. I, <laughs> I, I know those ones it. are tough. I know those ones are tough, but but I like Alina here. Um, she's 22 years old. Her opponent's 39 coming off of a two and a half year layoff. So that's a massive red flag, especially in the uh, women's divisions. As you'll find out, the lighter you go, um, the more being older is a big deal, especially in the women's division. Uh, they tend to 125, 130 pounds. They tend to slow down a little bit faster down there. Um, and, and Petra is going to be behind in the stand up here. She keeps her head on the center line. Doesn't really have great striking defense. And, and Alina hits really hard um, for the women's uh, flyweight division. So I'm taking Alina at minus 260. I don't normally love to lay that price unless I really, really feel strongly about it. But I see her at 75, 80% here. I think she's going to probably even score a knockout. Well, you know, here at the show, sometimes we have a, a play that we really like that has a little bit higher juice. We like to say that the juice. Can you finish that for me? The juice, juice is worth the squeeze. You're damn right. It is. My man is a true part of the family. I love it. And we love it there. Minus 260. All right. The next matchup from this car. We're going to go main event. Second time. These two are studs. Douglas Lima taking on Michael Page. Now. This is an even matchup. It's minus 110 on both sides. This is what we love as fans. But as a handicapper, oh, maybe a little more difficult. What do you like? Yeah, so I love Douglas Lima in this spot. They fought two years ago um, in 2019. Douglas Lima, I bet him at minus 215 in that fight. So very different price from this time. And Douglas Lima won the first fight. He won the first round. He used his grappling. He got a takedown. Was up 1-0 going into the second. They get an exchange and Douglas Lima knocks him out. And so I can't figure out why two years later, here we are. And this fight's a pick em. If anything, you would expect the first fight to make this a wider line for Lima. But I, I get it. I know that Lima has lost two in a row, but he lost to Gegard Mousasi, who is a weight class above him, who's one of the best fighters in the world. And he just lost to Yaroslav Amasov, who's a grappler, which is very different from Lima, uh, from MVP style. And Amasov's the best 170-pounder uh, in Bellator. So I think there's a little bit of recency bias going on here. I didn't forget that first fight. I think Lima is the side for sure. And, and believe it or not, since we put these odds up at a pick them, um, it's actually plus money in some spots. Now I'm seeing plus wow. 104, 
plus 104 on Pinnacle and plus 101 on DraftKings. So go ahead and hit that plus money on Lima. I see him using his grappling here, getting the fight to the ground, wearing MVP out. And, and I think this is just kind of MVP's Achilles heel. I, I, and I'm, There's a lot of people who are quick to call Michael Venom Page names and say he doesn't fight great competition. I'm not one of them. I actually bet Michael Venom Page in both of his last fights. I just think Douglas Lima is his Achilles heel. Take Lima as the dog and let's cash these tickets in Bellator on a Friday afternoon. There is, I can't, can't, is there anything better than an afternoon sweat in MMA on a Friday? On a Friday? I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I love it. Uh, and sometimes there are holes that you look at a number. And this is why when you're in a niche sport, why guys like you are so rare because you see these different holes and you jump on them. And you jump on him. That's what we're doing right here in this main event. All right, let's switch gears now. Let's go to Saturday. UFC fight night. Santos Walker from the Apex, 4 p.m. Eastern as a prelims. Then the main card, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Let's go to another women's flyweight matchup. Also on the prelim card for the UFC, we've got Antonina Chachenko. That's a very famous name in MMA. Plus 187 is the underdog. Then Casey O'Neill is the minus 227 favorite. What do you like? Coach, did we just talk about recency bias in the last fight? Because, man, this is recency bias here. Ant- Antonina Shevchenko is the much better striker here. She's fought the much better competition. She's fighting Casey O'Neill, who's only 23 years old. She's had two fights in the UFC. And get this, both opponents that she's defeated so far have since been cut from the promotion. So this is a big step up in competition to be minus 227 here. I bet Shevchenko at plus 175, thinking it was going to go the other way. It's actually plus 187 now. So if you bet this right now, you'd get an even better price than I did on Antonina. But the multiple, uh, the multiple time world excuse me, the multiple time world champion Muay Thai fighter is going to light Casey O'Neill up on the feet. And although Casey O'Neill might have a slight advantage, slight edge in the grappling. I don't think she is the wrestling to get it there consistently. And I think the clinch is going to be where Antonina, where Antonina does a lot of her good work here. Um, that's somewhere where Casey O'Neill struggled in her last fight was in the clinch. Lara Procopio is landing a lot of knees, which is something that Shevchenko thrives with. So not only did I take this money line, I put money on the KO profit plus 800 too. I think that is way too wide. And man, I'll just say this. I wouldn't be surprised if Saturday rolls around and we're cashing both. Of these. All right. And what you should do here, based off what Andrew just said, make your normal bet size, whatever it is, and then make maybe a half or a quarter unit on the KO prop. And even if you lose that, you still win money on the fight. Is that correct? Is that how you would do it? Uh, absolutely. That's exactly how I did it. I personally have two and a half units on Shevchenko money line. And I have one unit on the KO. That way, if one, if Shevchenko wins, we're profiting. If Shevchenko KOs, we're swimming in it. <laughs> we're swimming in it. I love that. Fli- Fleming in it. That's going to be a new saying. I know you meant to say swimming. I like Fleming. I like Fleming. Yeah, this could be something we say. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next fight. Aspen Lad minus 250 favorite. Macy Chase on Plus 200. Now, this is a women's bantamweight fight. It's on the main card, though. What do you like? So pretty frustrating for me in this spot. Last time this fight was made was about a month or two ago. I got Aspen Ladd at minus 166, and then the fight got scrapped due to COVID. Oh. 
So close. So it close. happens. It happens. It happens. It happens. But this time around, I bet Lad at minus two hundred. I know she's out to minus two fifty now, but I see her dominating this fight. I really do. She has one of the strongest top games in women's MMA. It might only take her one takedown here to to finish this fight. It would not surprise me. She TKO'd Yana Kunitskaya in her last fight. The only blemish on her record was a flash KO loss to Jermaine Duran to me a couple years back. It was in sixteen seconds. So outside of that, she's she's look dominant in the UFC. I see her getting takedowns here. Her ground and pound is second to none in that women's division. And I, I think she rolls here. And, and if you're, if you're feeling it, you could take this lad pick and parlay it with the Bellator fight that I gave earlier. They're both kind of in that minus 250 range. So if you want to parlay Alina with Aspen lad, you could get a solid price on that. If you're feeling it, if you want to play them straight, I totally endorse that as well. Well, there's a lot of new people every week that come to these shows because we're growing in leaps and bounds. And that's a great educational point for the people at home right now saying, well, you know what? That 260, a little pricey for me. So you put them together because he's very, very bullish on both. You can bring that number way down uh, and didn't look up the number, but it could even be in the in the plus money or it's going to be in the minus 120 area, something like that. But it's very, very important that you listen to the information. And if you're not comfortable with the number, then put them in a parlay, just like he said, and you can put the two together. Uh, that's exactly what I'm going to do. All right. Now, we always make you make a pick in every main event of every single card. This main event is Johnny Walker. He's a very flamboyant fighter. I thought when he came out that he was going to be the next big thing, and then he got knocked the, <laughs> out, and then he's been coming back from that ever since. So he's a plus 140 underdog taking on Tiago Santos, who's minus 155 as the favorite in this main event. What do you like? Yeah. And coach, it wasn't just you that thought Johnny Walker was going to be the next big thing. That was a very common opinion to have in the MMA community. And I remember when he was the favorite back against Corey Anderson um, at Madison Square Garden a couple of years back, I was on Corey big in that fight. And, I, and I'm on Santos here. I think that he's better technically pretty much everywhere, wherever the fight goes. He's a better technical striker. He's the better grappler. He's a better cardio. He's the better durability. So I'm not sure why this line is so close. The edges I do give the Walker and I'm not going to pretend like there are no edges to give the Walker. He's very big for the weight class and he's younger than Santos. Santos being 37 years old, he has lost his last three in a row. But when you look a little deeper at that, it's to, it was a split decision to John Jones, who's one of the greatest fighters of all time. As we know, fight really could have gone either way. Then it was to Glover. Then it was a loss to Glover Teixeira, who's challenging for the belt next. And then it was to Alexander Rakic, who is a lot of people's dark horse at 205 pounds. And, and if you go back a little further than that, he is a finished win over Jan Blachowicz, who is the current 205-pound champion. So I think the theme of this card is recency bias. I think Tiago Santos should be wider here. I played him at minus 155. I recommend that you do as well. I think outside of getting knocked out in the first round, he should take over the later the fight goes. And with um, with Walker's defensive issues, I wouldn't be surprised if Santos puts him away early either because he is known to keep keep that head on the center line. His KO losses on his record wouldn't surprise me if Santos closes the show early or drags him into deep waters and finishes him late. The other day, we had a very naive gambler, better, who wrote, oh, this is all just a coin flip. The last 45 seconds of this show is why you come to the experts like Andrew. This is far from a coin flip sport. You've got to dig deeper, as Andrew says. If you just look, if you just come to the window, oh, this guy's lost three in a row. This guy's in the, That's how you get busted. 
You got to do your homework. My man does it as good as anybody. All right, we're up against it. Grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here is the recap. Oh, it looks glorious. Caliendo minus 260. Lima minus 110 from Bellator. Then Shevchenko plus 175. KO plus 800. Thank you to the jeweler because he looked up the number for me in the last minute. Caliendo, Shevchenko together as a parlay, minus 110. Love that number. Minus 110 if you put those two together because you don't like, excuse me, Lad, Lad and Caliendo. My apologies. Lad and Caliendo, minus 110. Lad straight, we still like that at minus 250. And then Santos in the main event at minus 155. So, Jeweler, thank you very much for being all over that. (laughs) We have only one thing left to do. I love this so, so, so much. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these MMA tickets to rate to the pay window for my man, Andrew Gambas for the jeweler. I am the coach. It doesn't matter the sport, the day, the week, the year we're here for you. Tell your friends about the early edge. Good luck. <laughs>